Welcome to Single and Loving It. I'm your host, Grace Hufton. So happy to have you here. This has been so much fun for me to do. My favorite part of this podcast has been hearing from listeners and people who I've never even met before. Thank you so much for your messages. I just want to say I welcome them. Keep messaging me. You can message me on Instagram. My name is Grace Hufton. And you can also find me on Facebook if you're not on Instagram. My name is Grace Hufton on there. And I believe I'm the only Grace Hufton on there. I think there's a Gracie Hufton, but I'm I'm the Grace Hufton. So message me. I'd love to hear from you. This has been such an incredible journey for me as I dig into the word and listen to what the Lord has to say. And I believe that God wants to encourage the singles out there because you know what? There's certain things that single people go through, especially when you get older And I believe God wants to encourage you and uplift you and say, keep going, keep living your life. Don't feel like you're less than just because you're not married. And today I'm really excited about this topic. It's about single people in the Bible and what the Bible has to say about being single. Uh, But before I dive into that, I just want to, you know, also put out there, marriage is good. Marriage is God's idea. God designed it. He created it. It is a blessing. The Bible says that a man who finds a wife finds a good thing. And it says, he says that it's not good for man to be alone. But there is a grace for people who are single. I have a good friend who just said this past weekend, which very uh, well put, she said that there's a grace for single people. There's also a grace for those who are married. Because people can look at someone who's single and say, oh, they're, they're alone. They're lonely. But you know what? We have, God's given us a grace. And well, you need to step into that grace if you're struggling with loneliness. Just step into the grace that God's given you. Read the scriptures. Uh, listen to my episode saying, um, getting off the emotional roller coaster. But then my friend said, you know, she looks at people who are married and looks at the challenges that people who are married have to go through. And she says, you know what? They also have a grace. So the whole point is, in every season of your life, God is with you. God gives you a grace. But um, most importantly, your value as a believer, your value in the kingdom of God is not based upon your earthly relationship status. It's just not. Nowhere in the Bible does does God condemn anyone for not being married. And we're going to go into that a little bit more. Um, but also, I just want to say that I do believe that marriage is a gift And that when you marry the right person, um, the one that God has for you, and you both are living out your life's purpose for God, that you can do um, even more unto God. But it's just following God's plan for your life. Because also, it's not this magical thing where you could just get married and then you're instantly following God's plan for your life. Because there are people who have gotten married and to... They're not following God's plan for for your life. So it doesn't really matter if you're single or married. That doesn't mean you're going to be living for God. That's your decision that you have to make in every season of your life. So since this is a single podcast for those who are single, we're going to be talking about people who are single in the Bible. I'm so excited. Um, I'm going to first talk about what Paul said in 1 Corinthians 7-7. And you all know Paul. He was an amazing man of God who God used mightily to write a lot of the New Testament, which we have been reading for uh, many, many, many years. And um, he's a great example for how to live a single life because he was single. And he says in 1 Corinthians 7, 7, I wish everyone were single just as I am. 
Yet each person has a special gift from God of one kind or another. So just like I was saying, whether you're single or married, it's a special gift from God of one kind or another. One is not greater than the other. But he was saying how he wishes everyone were single, just as he was, because he sees how he was able to give himself wholeheartedly to the ministry of God. But then on the other hand, if everyone were single, (laughs) then we wouldn't be um, producing godly fruit. We, uh, Christians wouldn't be reproducing. And, <laughs> um, anyway, so marriage is important and, uh, being single, uh, has great value as well. So anyways, let's dive right into this. Some powerful single people in the Bible. I'm going to go all the way back to the beginning of the Bible. And one powerful woman, single woman in the Bible is Miriam, Moses and Aaron's sister. The Bible says that she was a prophet and she, sang a prophetic song after they crossed the Red Sea and God delivered them. She was a great leader in uh, the Israelite camp and she was used of God and she was single and she wasn't put down because she was single and God used her mightily. Another prophet in the Old Testament is Elijah and he performed incredible miracles by the power of God and he was used by God mightily, but he wasn't married. He wasn't married. He was able to give himself wholeheartedly to the kingdom of God. And he did incredible things. If you haven't read his stories, go read about Elijah. Another prophet who uh, was single, not married, was Jeremiah. And if you read in Jeremiah 1.5, I love the scripture. It's a very well-known scripture, but this is spoken about Jeremiah. It says, the Lord said, I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. Before you were born, I set you apart and appointed you as my prophet to the nations. And nowhere does the Lord say, well, you know, I had a wife for you, but you didn't get married. So I guess you're not going to be used as mightily as I thought, you know, and just kind of wash his hands of the single man. You know, that's not, God said, I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. Before you were born, I set you apart and appointed you as my prophet to the nations. God had a task for Jeremiah and it wasn't forfeited because he was single. Actually, he probably was able to do more since he was single and didn't have to have responsibilities to a wife, which we talked about in another episode. And so Jeremiah was an incredible prophet and he was single. Another single person, and this is in the New Testament, is a prophet named Anna. And you can find her in Luke 2. 36, starting in verse 36, and just a little bit about her. She was married for seven years, and then unfortunately her husband passed away. And she lived as a widow until she was 84 years old. And so that was her decision because she could have very well gotten remarried. You know, it doesn't talk about her decision making, but she's a single woman, but the Bible calls her a prophet. This woman, this single woman, is called a prophet in the Bible. And in Verse 36, it says, she never left the temple, but stayed there day and night, worshiping God with fasting and prayer. And so then there, that's when Mary and Joseph brought Jesus when he was a baby to the temple. And she saw Jesus there and she 
knew that he was the promised Messiah. And it goes on to say, and she began praising God. She talked about the child to everyone who's been waiting for the Messiah. She was one of the first people to be a one-on-one evangelist. She was going around telling everyone that the Messiah had come, a single woman, a single widowed woman, and God used her mightily. She was fasting and and praying in the temple day and night. What a powerful woman of God. Another single person in the Bible, John the Baptist. And we all know how important he was in God's plan to, to make a way for the coming Messiah, Jesus. And he was single and he was not put down because he was single. Never once was it said, well, if he were to have gotten married, then it would have been better. No, his ministry was impactful and powerful. And he was a single man. Another single person in the Bible is Mary Magdalene. And she was the first person to see Jesus after his resurrection. And she was the first person to tell others about the resurrection of Jesus. Basically the first person to be able to preach the gospel. And she was a single woman. And Jesus decided to reveal himself to a single woman first. So God doesn't make single people less than just because she wasn't married He was like, oh, well, you know, then I should choose someone who's married because, you know, you should be married. No, Mary Magdalene was single. She had a great impact to the ministry of Jesus. She was a follower of Jesus. She supported Jesus's ministry. She was close to Jesus and he decided to reveal himself to her first. What a powerful story. And I love that story when Jesus reveals himself to her. You need to go and and read it. And it's when... She's in the garden where the tomb was and she's crying because Jesus' body is not there and she doesn't know why. And she ends up seeing Jesus, but the Bible says that she didn't recognize him. Uh, This is after he resurrected from the dead. She thought he was the gardener and she pleaded with him, show me where where his body is and I I will go get it. And then I just love the part where it says that Jesus just said her name, Mary. And then she realized that it was him. And it's, to me, such a tender moment. He called out her name and she saw that it was him. They had a personal relationship. And it's just such a great testimony that you can have a deep, tender relationship with Jesus and pursue that relationship. And probably even more so while being single. Because some other single women in the Bible is Mary and Martha, the sisters of Lazarus. And I love the story of Mary because she is the one who had an act of worship before Jesus was crucified and she poured out perfume on him. And I'm going to turn to that scripture. It's in Mark 14, verse three. Meanwhile, Jesus was in Bethany at the home of Simon, a man who had previously had leprosy. While he was eating, a woman came in with a beautiful alabaster jar of expensive perfume made from essence of nard. This is Mary. She broke open the jar and poured the perfume over his head. Some of those at the table were indignant. Why waste such expensive perfume, they asked. It could have been sold for a year's wages and the money given to the poor. So they scolded her harshly. First of all, pause. This single woman had um, perfume that was worth a year's wages. So this single woman had some wealth. So just because you're single and you're a woman does not mean that you can't have wealth. God can prosper you. God can bless you. Amen. So it goes on to say, 
But Jesus replied, leave her alone. Why criticize her for doing such a good thing to me? You will always have the poor among you and you can help them whenever you want to, but you will not always have me. She has done what she could and has anointed my body for burial ahead of time. I tell you the truth, wherever the good news is preached throughout the world, this woman's deed will be remembered and discussed. Wow, what a powerful story that this single woman did as an act of worship to her Savior Jesus. And Jesus took special note of that act of worship. And that is a motivation for me and encouragement for me to make sure that I am worshiping God with all my heart, with all my life, with my time, with my talent, with my wealth, and give it unto him to develop that personal relationship with him. And you can do that too. Another powerful single person, of course, probably the most famous single person is Paul. Paul of Tarsus. And he, you know what? He was an advocate for singleness. Like I said in the beginning of this uh, podcast, 1 Corinthians 7, 7, he said, I wish everyone were single just as I am. Yet each person has a special gift from God of one kind or another. So whatever your gift is for right now, I believe if you are single, God will give you a grace to be single and to live your life to the fullest. And that if you have a desire to be married, I believe that you can step out in faith Ask God to bring your husband or if you're a guy, your wife to you. And that'll be a whole other podcast that we'll do. And I'm going to bring on some guests to talk about that. But while you are single, know that it is a gift. Know that you can take advantage of being single. But you know what? You could also waste it. You could waste your singlehood years. You could waste your time being single by doing whatever it is you want to do, by giving into your flesh, by just living selfishly. And of course, you can do that being married too. It doesn't really matter what relationship status you have. But right now, being single, make sure you are developing godly character, that you are living your life for God 100%, that you are following the example of these other single people in the Bible who gave their lives wholeheartedly unto the Lord. And uh, another single person, which of course he might be the most famous actually is Jesus. He never got married and he fulfilled the plan that God had for him. And of course, never once did God tell any of these single people that they had to get married or that their um, lives were less valuable because they weren't married. The value they brought to the kingdom of God was not diminished because they were single. And I just also want to read this scripture about what Jesus says about being single. In Matthew 19, 10 through 12, Jesus' disciples then said to him, if this is the case, it is better not to marry. Which, rewind, Jesus was talking to them about marriage and how you shouldn't get divorced. And they were arguing with him, well, Moses said that you could. And he said, well, that was just as a concession to your hard hearts, but it was not what God had originally intended. And he says, and I tell you this, whoever divorces his wife and marries someone else commits adultery unless his wife has been unfaithful. And that's why the disciples said, if this is the case, it is better not to marry. It's like, oh, okay. But Jesus goes on to say, not everyone can accept this statement. Only those whom God helps. Some are born as eunuchs. Some have been made eunuchs by others. And some choose not to marry for the sake of the kingdom of heaven. Let anyone accept this who can. What is Jesus saying? He says, if you can live single and live for God, then do it. That's what Jesus is saying to single people. If you can live single, live single. Nowhere in here does he say, oh, well, everyone has to be married. 
I feel like that's the the imbalance a little bit, of, I guess, from even things that I've heard, just being a single person. It's like this pressure that you have to get married. And if you're not getting married, then there's something wrong with you. But I see as I continue to dive into this single topic that that's not even the case in the scripture. That yes, marriage is good. That yes, marriage is of God. And to me, and yes, I believe I'm going to get married because God and I talk and that's going to happen and in due season. Um, but there is no condemnation for being single. Being single is not a sin unless of course, if God tells you to marry someone and you don't do it, then you're being rebellious unto the Lord. I've never really heard that story before, but it's all about following God's plan for your life. And I want to tell you those who are being single, there's nothing wrong with you because you are single. God does not condemn you for being single. God blesses you. God honors you, especially if you're giving your life unto the Lord and you are dedicating the extra time that you have because you are single unto God. And that's what God values. He values your relationship with him. He values your time and sacrifice to advance his kingdom. And that's all that he's really looking at. But of course, if God has someone for you to help you advance the kingdom of God, then yes, follow through with that plan for that God has for your life. Marriage is a beautiful thing. Marriage is a gift. Marriage can even develop even more godly character in you so that you can do more for God. So that's the thing. Being married, being single, they're both powerful in their own way. But in whatever situation you find yourself in, live it out to the fullest. If you're single, live full out for God. If you're married, live full out for God. That's the main thing about our life is how we're living our life to please him. Amen. Well, I hope you all have a great rest of your week. Share this with someone that this could be a blessing to. And just again, I want to encourage you to send me a message. Let me know what you're thinking. Let me know if this has been helpful to you. And if, or if you need someone to pray with you, I would love to pray with you. God loves you so much. You are so precious and valuable to him. Never forget that. Amen. All right, everyone. I'll see you next week. Bye-bye.